We started a series called Forgotten God uh, a few weeks uh, ago, and today I wanted to start by asking uh, maybe an interesting question, and the question is this, if you had the opportunity to go and be with Jesus in heaven today, would you want that? Now, I know it sounds maybe like a little bit of a morbid question, but if you had the opportunity to be in heaven today and be with Jesus today, would you actually want that? Now, I'm guessing most of us, if not all of us, would say, well, I'm looking forward to actually being in heaven uh, one day, just not actually today, because there's just a lot of things that I still want to do or see or be part of or accomplish here. For some, you might say, yeah, I just, I want to get married, and I want to have kids at some point. And some would say, I am married and have kids, but I want to see my kids get married, and then I want to see my kids have kids so that I can be a grandparent. Uh, Or some might just say, yeah, I'm not ready to be in heaven today because I have a career that's just starting to kind of take off, and I'm kind of interested to see how far this actually will go and take me. And Some might just simply say, I have no idea why I want to stay, but I just want to stay because I just don't want to somehow miss out on anything. Now, clearly those are not bad answers, but in the brief moments that you've been thinking about this question, did any one of us here think to ourselves, you know, I actually want to stay in order to help all of these people here walk with God? Now, be honest, I'm not asking anyone to show their hands, but how many of us actually were thinking to ourselves, the reason that I want to stay this side of heaven right now is so that all of these men and women that are in here, I want to do anything and everything I possibly can to help them walk with God. Today, we continue our Forgotten God series, but we're going to talk about the gifts of God, namely the spiritual gifts that God gives to each of us by His Spirit. And as I've been praying about uh, today's message and certainly the topic we're covering, the aha moment that I had this week, a note that I wrote in my journal was this, no desire to help one another walk with God, no need for the gifts from God. If there is no desire on our part to help one another walk with God, no need for the gifts from God. Now, the question that I started with, that you've been thinking about just briefly in these moments that I asked us to consider, is not really my question. It's not something that I came up with. Uh, There was an individual in the Scriptures, his name was Paul, and he wrote a lot of the letters that we find in the New Testament. And this was a question or a struggle that he was actually wrestling with. He says this in Philippians, I am torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me to be in heaven, but for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live. Paul knew that what would be best for him would be to be with Jesus in heaven, but what kept him tied to earth was his love for the church his love for the people of God. And when I look at the life of this man named Paul, I see a man who operated in the fullness of the gifts that had been given to him by the Spirit of God for one reason, because of his intense love for the church, his intense love for the people of God. 
when uh, I had announced that we were going to be doing this series, Forgotten God, a few weeks back, uh, I got a lot of comments and kind of feedback of just people were like, so are we going to talk about healing? Are we going to talk about miracles? Are we going to talk about prophecy? Are we going to talk about that kind of, I'm not sure what to make of it, that heavenly language? Are we going to talk about like what we believe gifts are for today and what gifts maybe aren't for today? And again, those are good and they're certainly important questions that we'll get into today in terms of just the different gifts given by the Spirit of God. But I think we need to wrestle with a really simple but a really crucial question. And it's this, why do you want the gifts? When you think about the gifts from God for each of us, why do you want the gifts? What is your motivation for even wanting a spiritual gift from God? Maybe in other words is, if you had that gift, what would you actually want to do with those gifts? Do you desire the gifts and whatever they might be in order to somehow draw attention to yourself? Now, I realize we wouldn't actually say that out loud, but do we quietly want spiritual gifts in our lives in order so that people might somehow, in some way, be impressed by the gifts that we might have? So it might sound like, wow, you have the gift of healing people? Or do we want maybe people to be able to say or think or know of us, wow, you can speak in that heavenly language? Or do we want people to say, you can, you have like that prophetic voice that's so amazing, that's so impressive, that's so awesome. Now, I know it's a hard question, but before we talk about spiritual gifts, let's at least consider the why behind our desire to have any gifts from God. Because if our desire or motivation for the gifts is not driven by a love for the church, a love for the people of God, the men and women of God, then there will be problems. Consider what the Apostle Paul said about spiritual gifts, and he's writing a letter uh, to a church in the city of Corinth. He says this in verse 1 of chapter 12, Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the spiritual gifts the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. Clearly, people had questions about spiritual gifts then like we do now, and Paul did not want anyone to under, misunderstand these gifts, for he knew that where there would be misunderstanding, there would be division and there would be hurt. And when I talk about division, division over, well, what gifts are actually for today and who gets what gifts and why do they get that gift and why don't I get that gift? So there would be potential for division within the church family. And not only division, but the potential for people to get hurt because people might use gifts as a way to make someone else feel maybe spiritually inferior or spiritually less because, oh, you don't have this gift, I have this gift. Both of those are wrong and not honoring and not pleasing to the Spirit of God. And so Paul wanted them as well as us to be really clear on spiritual gifts. Namely, where they come from, the variety of gifts that are given, and I think, honestly, most important, why we actually have been given spiritual gifts from God. He goes on in the same letter, chapter 12, verse 4, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is a source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways but it is the same God who does the work 
in all of us. Two of the things that I don't want us to be missed in these verses is this. Number one, there are different kinds of gifts. There are different kinds of gifts. So before we look at the different kinds of gifts mentioned, let's just ask the question, why does there need to be different gifts? Because it would seem like different gifts would cause all sorts of different problems for people. A problem of, I don't like my gift. Or a problem of, why don't I have his gift? Why don't I have her gift? Their gift seems so much cooler. Their gift seems so much better than the gift that I have. Or someone on this side of the room might be like, hey, I'm not sure the gift they have over there still works today. Different gifts, why do we have different gifts? It lends itself to all sorts of potential problems, so why are there different gifts? The way that I can best articulate an answer to that would be this, different people, different needs. Different people, different needs. Now, in many ways, it's that simple. We are all very different from one another. God made each of us to bear His image, but we are also made extremely unique. Some people are emotional, maybe more emotional than others, and some people are incredibly stoic. Some people are so funny, and some people, they just try to be funny. Some people are like incredibly book-smart-minded people, and some people are just people-smart, really good with people. Some people are planners. They have everything planned out to a T, and some people are more just impulsive, fly by the seat of your pants. Some people are extroverts, some people are introverts, some people love Chipotle, and some people have no clue what good food actually tastes like. (laughs) Now, the list of differences between people is extremely long, but my point is this, different people, different needs, and as the scripture stated, God works in different ways. He's not bound to do in me what He wants to do in you. And this, to me, is just the beauty of that reality. And the second thing that we, I don't want us to miss from 1 Corinthians 12 is this. There is only one gift giver, though. Different gifts for different people, but there is only one gift giver. Again, in verse 4, it says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. Not just some, but all of them. And what I absolutely love about this verse, uh, specifically verse 4, is that it cuts to the heart of forgotten God. If we neglect or ignore the Holy Spirit in our lives, we are choosing then to ignore the, the gifts that the Spirit desires to give to each of us. And again, just so we're very clear, if you're a follower of Jesus... If you have trusted Jesus to make you right with God, that means you're a Christian. And if you're a Christian, you have been given gifts by the Spirit. Verse 7 says, a spiritual gift is given to each of us. The Holy Spirit is the sole distributor of all of the gifts, and all who follow Jesus have been given a spiritual gift. So a crucial reality is we could never point our finger at the Holy Spirit and declare or say, you have not given me any gift or any gifts, because that's not true. The Holy Spirit gives gifts to all Christians, all followers of Christ. 
Not knowing what your gifts are is not evidence of not having a spiritual gift. There is a difference. Not knowing what your gift might be or gifts are is not the same as not having any gifts. And so maybe just a question to think about. Do you know what your spiritual gifts are? If someone were to ask you, hey, what gift or gifts has the Spirit of God given to you, what would your answer for that question be? Now, what's interesting to me is I'll ask uh, people that I'll spend time with that question. And it's not too much of an exaggeration to say about eight to nine times out of 10, most people just say, I have no clue. I'm not sure. I don't know. And my question is, well, do we believe that the Holy Spirit would want you to know what your gifts are? Or do we think that the Spirit gives gifts just to somehow in some way hide them actually from us? Now, clearly, He doesn't do that. So how can you and I best discover what gift or gifts the Spirit of God has given to each of us? Now, there's some uh, super helpful uh, spiritual assessment tools that are out there that are helpful in discerning what your spiritual gift or gifts might be. Uh, In this week's study guide that we'll send out, we'll put some of those links so you can take a spiritual gifts gifts assessment uh, tool. Uh, There are some really helpful principles uh, that you can begin paying attention to, like, hey, what are my affinities? What are my abilities? And are those things actually affirmed by other people in my life? And it's certainly helpful to look at just, well, what does Scripture list out as some different gifts that the Spirit actually gives to us? If you want to take a look at some of those different lists, you can look at 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, or Romans 12. Now, if you were to look in those passages of Scripture, you would discover roughly 22 different gifts that are mentioned. Now, none of those lists are intended by any means to be exhaustive in nature. They are intended just to present a snapshot of the differing gifts given by the Spirit of God. Now, you would find things like leadership, prophecy, teachers, evangelists, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, discernment, speaking in tongues, helps, service, administration, encouragement, giving, mercy, and the ever most popular gift, the gift of celibacy. You would find all sorts of different gifts listed. And again, they're not intended to be exhaustive, but they are intended to be help us, helpful in the idea and helping us understand just the different gifts that the Spirit of God gives. Now, for those of you who do not know with any level of certainty what your gifts are, here's what I would tell you to do today. Prayer. Prayer. And I know that sounds very simple and very easy, but I really believe the Bible when it says the Holy Spirit is the author and distributor of all gifts, so why not just stop and pray Holy Spirit, would you open my eyes, help me see, help me understand, help me know what gifts are? Now, I wonder if the struggle is not so much in not knowing the gifts that we've actually been giving. Rather, I think for many people, the struggle is accepting and embracing the gifts we've been giving. I think often we honestly know a lot more about the gifts that God has given us I think the challenge and the struggle is accepting and embracing the gifts that God has, the Spirit of God has given to us. Because I think some might say, I don't want the gift of helps. I don't want, I don't like the gift of mercy. 
I don't like the gift of giving, or I don't like the gift of administration. How boring is that? I think a lot of us look and say, gosh, I want the gift of leadership. I want the gift to be that prophetic voice that is telling people, no, this is what God is saying, this is what God is doing, or even I think some would say, I don't want this gift because I want the gift of miracles. I want the gift of being able to heal people. But here is the reality that we need to know and believe when it comes to gifts. Gifts are not for me, but for you. Gifts are not for me, they are for you. Again, in verse 7 of Corinthians 12, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. A gift is not given to you just for you. It's not given to me just for me. Gifts are given because they're not for me, they're for you. So whatever gift that you have been given, it's intended to be used to help anyone, to help all people walk with God. Gifts that are given to us by the Spirit of God are not intended to somehow draw attention to ourselves. They're not even intended, per se, to just build ourselves up. Rather, gifts are given so that we can draw people's attention to Jesus and to bless them and to build them up. Uh, Peter uh, was a man who walked with Jesus, followed Jesus for the better part of uh, three and a half years. And in one of the letters that Peter wrote, this is what Peter says about gifts given by the Spirit of God. God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Well, then speak as though God Himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Well, do it with the strength and the energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. Whatever gifts that you have been given, do not use them for you. Use them to help people, to bless people, to encourage people, to serve people, so that through that, Jesus is going to be glorified and honored and made much of. Because God has given each of us a gift or different gifts, that means we all get to play. Because gifts have been given to all of us, we all get to participate. We all get to be used by God. Because God has given us gifts to all of us, that means not one of us can play the part or the role of a spectator and just watch other people use their gifts to somehow build up and bless the church or the people of God. So I want to ask you this question as we begin to close. Who is being blessed and built up because of the gifts that God has given you? Like who in your life right now is being um, blessed, built up, encouraged because you're using your gifts that have been given to you by the Spirit of God to do that in their life? If you're having maybe a difficult time of thinking of someone or some people's Rather than asking God to make clear, well, I'm not able to do that because I just don't know what my gifts are, rather than asking God, asking the Spirit of God to reveal and make clear what your gift or gifts are, I actually wanted you to do something before that. I wanted to encourage you and invite you to pray a very simple but a transformational prayer that sounds like this, Holy Spirit, help me love people. Ask the Spirit of God to help you care deeply about people. 
to help you love people in your life, to help you love people in this church, in this community. And the beauty of that prayer is the love that we seek, the love that we ultimately need, it comes to us from the same Spirit that gives us gifts. Paul says in Romans chapter 5, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Remember the question that I asked you about 20 minutes ago at the beginning about going to heaven. What kept Paul tied to life here and now was his love for the church and his love for wanting to help all people walk with God. Spiritual gifts that do not flow from a heart that genuinely loves people, that genuinely cares about building others up and blessing other people, spiritual gifts that don't flow from that heart of love, as the scripture says, would just be pointless. I love how Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all of God's secret plans and I possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but I didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor, that gift of giving, and even sacrifice my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. We like to have conversations about spiritual gifts, and unfortunately, some of those conversations have been divisive and hurtful. And I think the conversation that we need to have is, do we love people? Because operating and using gifts out of a heart that does not genuinely love the people of God, the church, men and women here, will be hurtful and often divisive. And so our first prayer must be, God, Holy Spirit, would you flood my heart afresh to love people deeply? And out of that heart that is loving, would you also reveal to me the gifts that you have given to me so I can love people out of not my strengths and my talents and my abilities, but out of the gifts that you have given me to love people well. Imagine, if you will, what this church would look like. And I don't mean church generally. Uh, I mean Genesis. Imagine, if you will, what Genesis would look like if all of us here decided to use the gifts that the Spirit of God had given to each of us to simply help one another walk with God. Not just a few of us, but all thousand of us? What if every single one of us just said, I want to use my gifts as long as I am tied to earth here to help as many people in my life walk with God so that they might know Jesus? What if we all did that? Not just 20 of us, not just 200 of us, not just 800, but all of us here decided to use our gifts to help one another walk with God. And in helping one another walk with God, how many people in our lives that are really far away from God right now, how many of those men and women do you believe God would use, use each of us to actually help reach? Amen. I think there would be so many people in our lives that would 
come to know and have faith and trust in Jesus if we would use our gifts to help one another walk with God.